So, welcome to another episode of Product and Cake. Here with me in the basement sits Goncha Tavosi. Hello, Goncha. How are you? Hello, Paul. How are you? I am good. And even though it's raining outside, inside is the sun shining. Because I'm so happy that we finally talk again. After yeah, it's our, been a minute. It's been a minute uh, during our uh, yeah, busy first quarter uh, yeah. break. And also there were some... Holidays, some trips, traveling right. planned. So we had some overlapping time, finally, that we can both be in the same place to record. Right. And we also expected that ChatGPT would uh, pick up all of our work. But turns out um, it doesn't. Yeah, it seems not. I was really hoping that by now I should just give all of my tasks for my day-to-day -day work to chat GPT and it will just do it for me and also all the other AI tools that are there but no sadly it did not happen and surprisingly there are more and more videos more podcasts and more topics around chat GPT that speaks of how great it is and yes don't get me wrong it is great it is quite surprising what it does and it's quite fun but I think there it has some pitfalls as well. Right. Exactly four months ago, um, we did our very first episode about ChatGPT. It was mm -hmm. uh, brand new. We let uh, ChatGPT create the introduction uh, for our podcast and it reads fantastic. You can also see that yeah. I did all the ChatGPT titles, uh, all the titles for our following episodes with ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. And we just read through them and you said they are basically good. Yeah, they're just good and mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> Mediocrely good. And that's so surprising. I also did some strategy slides with it. I talked a lot about uh, our strategic challenges mm -hmm. and all the answers were read fantastic when I sit in front of it and I refined it and I put it on slides. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then I put it, I took it into our next uh, leadership meeting and it was not working at all. It was so mediocre good, yeah, but not tailored to our concrete situation. Maybe also sometimes it is tailored, but it does not have a magic. It does not have a spark that you expect from a meeting, from a presentation or from an episode title of a podcast. And I think now that we are a product and cake podcast, we also need to be a little bit more data driven. How are the titles or how are the podcast episodes doing that the title was made with ChatGPT? Nice. That would be definitely the analysis I should have in hand now. <laughs> um, yeah, we can take a look later if we see any differences. Yeah. Click numbers because this is definitely a good idea. They, they read so normally good, but do they perform also good? Yeah. The last time we checked, they were not performing as well, but we assume that it is because... These episodes are published later. So the other episodes that we had before using ChatGPT for the title are doing much better because of the time that it had been uh, live already. Okay, we are an asynchronous uh, medium. So I would say we stop for a second and we check the data and then we continue the episode. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> There should be a song here. <laughs> Please insert your favorite song here. <laughs> Yes, we did the research and the, uh, um, the results 
um, confirm our initial hypothesis. Yeah. In our top 10 most downloaded episodes, there are only two with AI-generated titles. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. So it misses the spark. It misses the grip that the human content creation has. Sadly. Right. And also an important number is that maybe I would say one third of our one third of our episodes are with AI generated mm-hmm. titles and uh, the- teaser text. Interesting. And but also this is uh, not the only pitfall that they have. Like um Again, it is dependent on what form of chat GPT you're using or what form of the open AI tools you're using, if it's the API call you're making or if it's the public uh, versions like chat GPT. There is a huge difference of what they can do with the data that you input. Right. And we have absolutely not no clue what's going on with the data. Yeah, that's True, we completely give consent that this data is going to be used to educate this machine. So it means that it will be definitely used. And also I heard a couple of days ago that uh, some Samsung workers accidentally leaked some trade secrets by ChatGPT because they added some trade company code to ChatGPT to fix some errors or to um, optimize the code a little bit and this is now a added to a public service wow yeah i also heard stories that the people um chatting with this ai and then randomly it returns totally different content mm-hmm. right and the the assumption is that this content comes from other conversations oh interesting and I think this is uh, this is also by intention, maybe a bit from OpenAI, because mm-hmm. they started it with the intention to to develop it publicly. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think there were the that or basically there is this huge shock of oh my god, there's suddenly a computer that can understand and answer on his own and mm-hmm. give perfect answers. But for me personally, yeah, it feels already that the hype is a little bit. Uh, Slowing down, yeah. I also tried to create shell scripts with it Mm -hmm. to perform basic tasks for normal automation processes. And it was working, kind of. But um, it was working for me because I could read the code and understood and I could tell the AI, hey, in this and that, there is a bug or there needs to be something different. And after a while... After the second or third correction of an error, the first error appeared again, Hmm. right? And I really tried to optimize my prompts because maybe as everyone, I read that uh, prompt engineers is not (laughs) a hot new job in the market. So I I stored all the prompts. I created new conversations. I tried to make a um, repeatable um, result Mm -hmm. with the prompt. And yeah, I, I was not able to. Maybe I did not spend enough time, but... All in all, it was really hard and kind of luck to get the right result. Yeah. Also, you should not spend a lot of time on this if you're using something to optimize something that you could have done. 
then it does not make sense to spend more time on that to give correct prompts right. than to write it yourself. Yeah, I, at least if I'm not able to create a repeatable result. Yeah. Because th without that, I'm not able to, yeah, to automate everything, anything. And I'm also very bored from all my social media accounts because <laughs> everything is over flooded with AI. Yeah. I fall so deep in the AI bubble. It's really annoying. Yeah, I feel when I'm scrolling LinkedIn, one out of every two posts is regarding either ChatGPT or a new AI tool that yeah. will take over. And a lot of them, sadly, is not AI. It's not machine learning. It's it's nothing there. It's just a... And please take this with a pinch of salt, but I think a lot of them is just a if-else <laughs> basic algorithm yeah this one or it's another uh, it's another surface for ChatGPT. yeah exactly yeah so in summary yeah. it was fun <laughs> it's over <laughs> uh, we hope for the next versions or maybe we also got used to it and it's now boring maybe it's we Sorry to interrupt you, but maybe we can talk about positive use cases mm -hmm. because I don't agree that it is over. It is now part of our lives and it will never go away. That's true. And we have the responsibility to understand somehow how, what is the nail I can hammer with that tool. Mm -hmm. For a moment, it felt like, okay, now everything. everything. Finally, I have the solution where every problem becomes yeah. a nail. But I think <laughs> we're not there yet. So one thing, uh, I was using it recently. I had some problems with German insurances mm. and they wrote complicated letters and I sit for a while and then I copy-pasted the whole letter into the ChatGPT and said, okay, please uh, write me the answer. Mm -hmm. That worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That is one of the use cases. And also I still use it for when there is a very long article or a very long um magazine uh, these kind of magazines that are specific for a specific uh, industry that every year is being generated to give an overview of the of the whole market and i really like to read them but i don't have time for reading the whole magazine or like 10 20 um different chapters of uh, of the article so i just give it to chat gpd and i ask for a summary And do you copy-paste it into the prompt or do you have a browser extension? No, I, I still do it very stupidly and I copy-paste it. <laughs> okay, I see. Yeah, interesting. And did the AI lands in your job somehow? In your, What do you in, mean? In the company, in, in the work context? Not really. Like, you mean an, uh, for to do something to provide to our consumers? Or yeah, for example, or, or to make your work life easier or take over some for, tasks? For making work life easier, yes. Still, I use ChatGPT, for example. All of these magazines and articles that I mentioned are mainly related to work that I do not want to spend like a week reading that. I want some quick information, so I give it to ChatGPT to uh, summarize for me. Um, but currently... Um, There are, of course, some some features that we have at work, uh, like for our consumers, that are related with some specific parts of machine learning algorithms. But I wouldn't say that it is taking over everything. Mm. Yeah, I see the same. 
Yeah, we are building an education platform and of course we are also experimenting with a mm -hmm. lot of different tools, especially in education. There yeah. are, yeah, like you said, already rephrasing and summarizing and be able to talk about certain topics is interesting and we have very nice innovation projects running. Nice. Um, but I also think it will take a while until this lands in a reliable way into our mm. product. Yeah. I would say maybe ChatGPT was a was a leap or next step of something that is very consumer-facing, very everybody can use it, but I don't think that it was the golden key of unlocking the next steps in machine learning for a lot of other already existing businesses that were using it. Yeah, product-wise, they did a fantastic job from yep. my perspective. Also, marketing was fantastic. And exactly what you said, the possibility to just register and use it immediately, mm -hmm. right? And this really changed the feeling on, on the possibilities. Yeah. Because... All the other AI tools I see, they ask for a credit card. They have complicated registering, register processes. Um, yeah, that's true. But what, I'm, what I wanted to mention that is, is that there are already some established businesses or products that have been using machine learning algorithms for a long time already. And for them, nothing really changed. They still need to educate their own algorithm, feed it new data, like optimize it, da 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 And for those items, nothing changed. As an example, um, I can say a lot of the security features that are used by a lot of our, our pro products mm -hmm. or a lot of the sortings in a lot of the uh, products that we visit. Uh, like As an example, Zalando, I'm sure that the sorting that the user sees has a relevance-based sorting, which is learning based on the behavior of, in general, all users and also a specific user that is going to visit that page. Yeah. Yeah, right. So this is more maybe the the, the normal way of evolution and now we got a glimpse into exactly another user interface, basically. Exactly, exactly. And are you afraid that we will lose all our jobs no. soon? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um, part of our jobs maybe in the coming years might be a little bit more automated and more easier. Like maybe we do not need to, maybe we do not need to write tens and tens of uh, emails to each other, but instead we can come to a solution much faster with summarizing it quicklier or getting to a point faster, but I don't think any jobs will be taken just because of ChatGPT or something similar to it. There might be more jobs created, though. Yeah, that's that's an important point. Our jobs will definitely change, but I assume there are not many people in the product tech industry that sit around and think, okay, my backlog is empty and <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I wish I would have a project. That's true, but also let's talk about that soon, about our backlogs being empty and if that's an issue or not. Yeah. And uh, let's try to create uh, new tickets with ChatGPT, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so all in all, to summarize a little bit, um, the hype is over. We can we can say it here. We were the first podcast <laughs> who, who, who uh, triggered it. 
uh, four months ago. And now we say, okay. End the hype. <laughs> we end the hype now officially and come down and learn how to use it maybe in a more cool and relaxed way and um, make the world a better place with it. Yep, that's a great summary. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Gonja. See you, uh, hear you very soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right. So thank you for listening up to this point. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback for us, we would love to hear it, right? Yes, totally. Feedback and questions and also opposite opinions are always welcome. And also, if you have any recommendation for us, what topic to talk about, if you have any person in mind that you think we should interview for any specific topic you have in mind, we would love to hear that. So you can send it to us via email. Yeah, sure. Or via social media networks. You will find us, I guess. Yes, there will be some info of how to contact us in the description. Yeah, Look or, for it. Or send it via snail mail to mobile.de office and write <laughs> CO product and cake podcast. So a lot of people will know about the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Let's do it. Thank you. And bye again.